0: Hi, and welcome to our show, Forever Paranormal, with your host, Dr. Bill and Ed, where we will discuss such things as cryptids, UFOs, hauntings, angels, unsolved mysteries, government conspiracies and cover-ups, witchcraft, the metaphysical, and more, as well as stories sent in by you, our listeners. If we can connect a paranormal element to it, we'll talk about it. And you may be surprised by what all is connected to the paranormal. Please don't forget to follow, rate, and share the show, since it would not be possible without you, our listeners. And as a public service, we would like to let everyone know that you are truly never alone, even if you think you are. The Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is 988-Just-Reach-Out. Hi Deb. Hi. Got anything new going on this week?
1: Oh, you know, I got a brand new shiny phone and I kind of feel like I'm in the twilight zone stuck between two phones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I can honestly say I'm not picking on you, but you and technology are not friends, are you? No, not at all. (laughs) Okay, well, hello folks and uh, welcome to the show. And we have some exciting news for you, folks. This week's eerie episode focuses on a type of urban legend that Deb has wanted to discuss for some time now. Mm -hmm. Black-eyed children are also known as black-eyed kids. And we're not talking about one that was in some kind of altercation on the playground or something. Nope. These are scary, preternatural, and sometimes maybe even demonic creatures usually looking somewhere between the ages of 6 and 16. They are typically described as always being in pairs, one a little older than the other, having very pale skin, commonly wearing dark hooded clothing that is tattered and worn, with the hood typically up. Witness reports a strange mechanical nature to their speech, with smooth, almost otherworldly manners. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you. Please. There is also something rhythmic, almost hypnotic, in the way their words are pronounced. Animals are said to panic in their presence, either by becoming intensely guarded against these creatures or by simply running away.
1: You know, besides wanting to know if there's any reason to believe the legend is true, I am curious if they are demons, spirits, or aliens The the mannerisms could point to any of these possibilities, don't you think?
0: Yes, I do. I I agree with that. And that's part of what we're going to look at is possibly what they are. Some take it back to some old Hebrew text where Lilith was Adam's first wife and was thrown out of the Garden of Eden. And she went and got with Samael, who is basically Lucifer, and God had cursed her that she can never have normal children. So some of the old texts say that her and Samael born demon children. And there's, But there's really not that much truth to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they may be responsible for what's known as a doppelganger, an evil doppelganger, a twin of some type, an evil twin. But it's also said that Lilith just captured children and killed them, so I don't think that that Hebrew text is really that true. Imagine. Then, when they are refused or aggravated, their eyes in the area around them are said to turn completely black. This is something that will make them stand out from a normal child. The white part of the human eye is called a sclera, and it comprises approximately 83% of the surface of the eye. Every healthy person, regardless of race, has a white sclera. Animals, on the other hand, have a very dark sclera. Dogs, horses, and lizards, for example, often have black sclera. There are no known illnesses or medications that will make your eyes turn completely black. And due to how genes and genetics work, it is biologically impossible for someone to have solid black eyes.
1: Not even in rigor mortis, you know, like how rotting flesh turns black. Uh,
0: Yeah, not even in rigor mortis or rotting flesh. The eye, that part of the sclera still stays white. It doesn't turn black. It'll bloat and explode. But usually that's the first thing that scavengers take out anyhow. Hmm. This does appear to be a worldwide phenomenon and not just in the United States. Many people think that it was started around 1998 when a newspaper reporter in Texas named Brian Bethel wrote of his own encounter. Some research shows it going back to the early 1980s. However, we must keep in mind that this is when the Internet was just starting to become an everyday occurrence. But what about before that? You know, a lot of things are getting their origin when... The internet first came out and people had forums to talk on and places to post things so they think that it just started then. But upon researching these topics I came across the native Iroquois Indian legend of a dark power named the Otkin which would forcibly mate with female tribe members to produce black-eyed chalky-skinned children to destroy the tribe and harvest their souls. Legend has it that it was easy to recognize these children and they would be killed and burned at birth to prevent resurrection. The Akin, which is a great devil, were deemed as evil. This may account for the uneasiness experienced when black-eyed children are around. Through the influence of forced Westerni- westernized civilization and forced Christianity over the Iroquois tribe and all other tribes, these legends have changed over time and are now more commonly referred to as some type of witchcraft. Uh,
1: I have to ask, what do you mean by forced Christianity?
0: Well, the Indians, and like so many other indigenous peoples in the area, had their own beliefs, their own gods, their own ways of worshiping. And Christians always found it their purpose in life to go colonize these people and force Christianity upon them. Mm. They didn't have a choice. They were killed or they converted. You know, Christianity has killed more people than any other thing in the world. There are even tales in Irish folklore of evil fairies with black eyes, that they would check a baby's eyes at birth. All the old women and stuff. Um, there, there's many folklores in Irish fo- folk tales about different types of black-eyed fairies.
1: Hm. So, fairies are known to be smaller, if if you believe in them, could the black-eyed kids be fairies?
0: Yes, but, you know, that's a westernized thought of a fairy, that they're small. Mm. Um, the, the term fairy in Irish folklore is kind of like paranormal to us, the term itself. Ogres were considered a type of fairy, um, things like that. They didn't have to be small. It was just something odd and, and evil most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. Um, gnomes were known to be a type of fairy. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So, yeah, it, it's completely possible. Over the years, people have said they have encountered black-eyed children. And all other stories sound very similar. A child will come up to you, or your door, or a car window, and will ask for some type of help. Most people report having an instant sense of fear or dread when they approach. They're typically hitchhiking or asking for a ride or to use your phone or use your restroom and somehow trying to get inside your vehicle or your house. At times, it appears as they may start having some type of hypnotic hole over you. What's even scarier is the fact they are only seen at night.
1: Okay, most kids are home at night, so why not appear as something, I don't know, scarier?
0: Well, you have to remember what time of year it is depends on when night is. Night could be at 5 o'clock in the evening in the middle of winter. So, you know, at night just means after the sunset. And, yeah, they could appear something scarier, but if you're trying to coerce your way into somebody's house to do bad things to them, wouldn't you want to be as friendly as you could be and as nice as you could be? I
1: suppose.
0: I mean, that would just make better sense, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. But why?
0: Are they an archetype for something larger and more sinister? It's curious that similar to vampire lore, they need to have permission to enter your house or vehicles and are often only seen at night. Even though they may start pounding on the door, they simply can't force their way in.
1: What is an archetype?
0: In Jungian philosophy, Carl Jungian, it's an inherited pattern of thought or symbolic imagery derived from past collective experience and present in the individual unconsciousness. What that really means, it's the original model or type of something that is uh, urban legend or evil or like the original vampire Dracula, something like that.
1: Okay, and why, why do they need permission?
0: I don't know. That's a really good question. That's what maybe ties into a vampire lore. Um the only thing I know that needs permission to enter would be somebody that you don't know or a vampire. So I, I don't know. I really couldn't discover any reasoning behind that.
1: Yeah, I mean why not just break in if you want
0: I guess to uh, pursue somebody. I guess even even evil things have rules. <laughs> you know, everything in the universe has rules. All energy has rules. Okay. Or they could simply be an extraterrestrial. Mm. We briefly spoke of this alien abduction in the Barney and Betty Hill episode, that of Brazilian farmer Antonia Villas-Boas. In his encounter, he told of being taken on board a ship and was experimented on by having sexual relations, not the Bill Clinton type, but real sexual relations, with a female extraterrestrial. As a species, we humans protect our young fiercely. This could be seen as a weakness and used against us by creating hybrid beings and trying to infiltrate us. It's interesting how the black eyes are reminiscent of those of the gray aliens. Deb, I know you have researched this, and I'm sure our listeners are as curious as I am to know what your opinion on this subject matter is.
1: Well, my opinion is that it's folklore of some sort. I mean, if it were real, there would be no need to ask permission or appear as an innocent child in order to accomplish their evil task. And, and what is their intent? I don't know. But it does not typically fit with other tales that we have discussed. Do you agree or disagree?
0: Well you can look at it several ways you know if they're aliens and and hybrids maybe these people that have encounters have missing time we really don't know we don't hear many stories about ones where they were let in Um, we'll talk about one but there's not very many out there most Mm of the stories you hear are the ones where they got away from the kids or they wouldn't let them in or, or this or that and again maybe They are bound by some kind of rule where they have to have permission. Um, I don't know how all those things work. I don't think anybody does. As I said, there are only a few tales that describe letting them in and then what followed. Generally speaking, you only hear the encounters where they're to dupe someone but don't succeed. What happens to those poor souls who fall prey to their cries for help? Here are two versions of an account, probably the most popular one, where where they were let in and what resulted in both cases was some type of cancer. Keep in mind, this would also be something consistent with radiation poisoning as reported in the UFO encounters. Vermont has become a veritable hotspot for black-eyed children. Numerous residents of the state have come forth online over the years with tales ranging from bizarre to deadly. The most famous is the story from 2016, which is now an urban legend in its own right, which an unnamed elderly couple in rural Vermont were awakened by the sound of knocking at the door. They assumed someone had gotten stuck in the snowstorm overnight, a common occurrence during the harsh northeastern winter in their area. At the door, stood two young children, a boy and a girl, in the snow. Unfortunately, the couple invited the children inside, which may have proven to be a fatal mistake. The couple noticed that the children were undressed for the weather, but didn't seem to be freezing. They kept their heads down, looking at the ground. Something wasn't quite right. The children asked if they could come in, insisting their parents would soon arrive to pick them up. Once inside, the children seemed to have a strange effect on the household. The couple's four cats were scared and hissed at the kids. The woman went into the kitchen to prepare some hot chocolate while her husband asked the children questions. In a strange tone of voice, speaking in unison, they simply repeated that their parents would pick them up soon. Then it happened. The children finally looked up as the woman approached them from the kitchen, and she saw their black eyes. She grew frightened and her husbandly start her husband started to suddenly feel ill. The kids asked that they could use the bathroom and as soon as the door closed the power went off in the house and the man's nose began to bleed. The children returned from the bathroom and informed the couple that their parents had arrived. Sure enough there was a car parked outside waiting. The children left the house, leaving the door open, and climbed in the car. After it drove away, it took about a half hour for the electricity to come on again. Sadly, the sudden illness that the man felt upon meeting the black-eyed children never went away, and he died of cancer not long after. A foul fate also befell the couple's cats. Three of them soon disappeared, and one died at home. The woman's nose also bled on several occasions and after a mysterious visit, and she was certain it was the curse cast by the black-eyed children. It is said she also died of cancer.
1: Okay, so what was the purpose? Why? Why did
0: they go to this couple's house? uh,
1: Yeah, see, I see no purpose for doing any of it.
0: You know, I don't either... Unless you look at the second story that's tied with this. Mm-hmm. And then the second version, it all depends on what um, bulletin board you find the stories on and where it's been reported at. It's never been reported in a newspaper uh, that I could find, but <laughs> just on bulletin boards. Mm-hmm. And depending on the bulletin board you go on, it says, it, it goes into more detail and it says when the parents. So-called parents arrived. Mm -hmm. It was a solid black sedan. And standing outside were two men in black. Two men in the black suits with the black hats. Which is supposedly tied to aliens in a combination, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So maybe the, the couple had time slips. They didn't know it. Maybe they were abducted. Maybe they were experimented on. Maybe they had no idea of lost time. And that could be why they ended up with cancer or this or that, you know. I have no idea. Um, did they take the, the old people's souls? That's possible. They they could have snatched their souls right out of them. It, it's really hard to tell. They could have sucked their blood out of them. Um, but. Who knows? They didn't die, so they didn't suck all their blood out of them, right? No. So that kind of takes away from the vamp- vampiric side of it, mm-hmm. right?
1: So. I, I don't. I don't know about that.
0: I, I don't either. I mean,
1: I, I. I'm sure something happened to this couple, but I don't. I don't know if I believe. That, it was true you know maybe they maybe if they had cancer a tumor was creating these illusions yeah
0: that, that's true and i mean i don't even know if it's true because we don't even know who the couple yeah. was it's never been named it's never been a police report that i know of there's never been a newspaper report that i know of and then you know black eyed children are becoming more common in these paranormal tv shows right mm-hmm where they've got to sell audience. So well, then, you know, the the guy's doing an urban exploration or something like that, and all of a sudden he sees this black-eyed kid pop around a corner or this or that. So, you know, it's just a, you know an archetype that's being thrown across many genres.
1: I guess, to be fair, if it were simply for publicity, there'd be all kinds of news reports and articles, and it might go further, but I, d- I don't know what to think.
0: Well, I don't either, so, you know, we'll let it up to the audience to decide on their own what they think of the black-eyed children.
1: Yeah. Maybe they'd like to post a comment or a question.
0: Absolutely, you know. I'd love to hear what they got to say about it. Yeah. And with that, well, folks, this brings us to the end of this exciting, eerie episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening, and until next time, when we discuss Another tale yet to be told. Thank you for listening, and remember to like and share the show. We would also appreciate a five-star rating wherever possible to help new listeners find the show. We welcome all questions or comments you may have about this or any other episode, and our contact information can be found in the show notes of this episode. You can also follow us at foreverparanormal.com And if you'd like to support us, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash forever paranormal. The links to these are also in the show notes of this episode.